0: very pleasant evening to you listening friends. Welcome to North Miami Harvest Time Midweek Bible Study. We are grateful that God has permitted us to assemble around the throne of grace to honor, praise, and worship Him for for who He is and for all His goodness to us and for all the benefits he is bestowing on us on a regular, and daily basis. He daily loaded us with blessings. Please know that the supporters of this ministry are delighted that you are spending the next few moments with us in fellowship, prayer, and in the study of the living Word of God god bless you richie let us join our hearts in prayer in a moment for the ones among us who may be going through sickness suffering pain or sorrow they need our spiritual support at this time let us pray oh god our father in heaven we lift you up before Everyone facing or passing through the valley of sickness, pain, sorrow, suffering, or any discomfort. You are the Lord who heals. You gave your Son, Jesus, the Christ, so that he could bear our sickness and carry our sorrows away. Thank you, Father for the price he paid for us. In his name, we speak to every sickness, disease, pain, infirmity, deformity, and disorder in this life. We drive them out now in the name of Jesus. We command them to desist from their mission. Let the people of God be now made made free on the authority of God's word. And in the name of Jesus Christ, God's Son, be whole, be healed, be free, be delivered, be loose. Let your transforming touch come this hour upon your child. Be be that very, very present help in this our time of trouble. Be to us all the Lord who heals. Let Calvary's work once again be confirmed in these who are sick, oppressed, and in need of your heavenly touch. Thank you, Father. And now we ask for the supply of every need about us. In this home, in this family, loved ones, children, friends, acquaintances in need at this hour, we remember them. the ones in any kind of need lord yes any kind of need employment companionship the need for help or the need for a helper finances those need who need Jesus, thank you for sending your word now and healing and delivering from our fears. Lord, we declare it done. Victory is now. Victory is here. The battle is won. Freedom is ours. We decree this thing and we know it has come to pass we shall say to this mountain be rooted up and be cast into the midst of the sea and it is done for in our hearts we believe and you father make all things possible to those who believe we agree with you lord and we declare with you father in the name of jesus that victory is now ours. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen. Let me say welcome to you once again. We're so happy to have you join with us on this, the first day of the new month of June. To God be all the glory. Thank God for His saving, keeping power. He has kept us and He has brought us a mighty long way to Him, be all the glory. Our consideration of the Gospel of Luke brought us, from our last study, has brought us to chapter 6, verses 30 to 49. These verses introduce us to the teaching skills of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in addition to being the only Savior, Redeemer, King, and Lord, is known as the greatest teacher who ever walked on the face of this earth. In this passage before us, Luke 6, um, 30-49, in this passage before us, in about 30 verses, Jesus was able to teach on over 80, yes, 80, 80, 80 subjects that encompass life, spiritual life, life in general, lessons, lessons on time, eternity, lessons. On standards, on Christian practices, on doctrine, on general behavior, and much, much more. Over 80 subjects in 30 verses. He dealt with all of these thoroughly in so few words. And Luke was able to pass this information onto us in his gospel message. I suggest that we each take time to investigate these verses in more leisurely moments. But for the minutes that we have at our disposal tonight, we want to look at just a few of the subjects Jesus raised. Not because the other subjects are not important they are all important we know that uh, we know that with Jesus everything he raised would be very important he knows man's greatest needs and he came to satisfy all our needs the Christian walk is first and foremost, a life to be lived. And if you look at the 30 verses in Luke six twenty to 49, you may ask yourself, who can really live this life? But the life Christ requires us to live is the life that he has first given us. He gave us the life and he asked us to let us live his life through us using our bodies, our minds, our spirit, our voices, our hands, our feet, our lips, every part of our being. Will live my life through you. You see how is that? That's Nicodemus. Nicodemus was told that he had to be born again, to be born from above, to be born of God. No one can live the Christian life unless he or she has experienced the Christian birth. Christianity is a life, not a religion, not a way. It's a life. You must be born again, John 3 and 3. Acknowledge you are a sinner. Believe Christ died for you. Confess your sin and receive the Savior into your heart. And of course, confess him before men. Confess him to yourself. Confess him to the world. How do you confess him to yourself? Oh, it's very simple. I remember when we gave our lives to Christ in the early uh, days, in the fifties, <laughs> we used to sing a at, at, at chorus, I'm glad I'm a Christian, I'm serving the Lord. I'm reading my Bible, believing his word. My sins are forgiven. Praise God, I am free. A mansion in heaven awaiting for me. In John chapter 1 and verse number 12, the the Bible says, He came to his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name after paul's miraculous conversion on the damascus road he dedicated his life to god he lived for god and later in the book of galatians chapter 2 and verse number 20 you can hear him say these words i am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I know live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 Christian living, is allowing Christ to live his life through you, through your body. Let Christ be kind to your neighbor through you, through your kindness. Let Christ be merciful to those around you through the mercy he shows through you. Forgiveness Gentleness, peace, long suffering, love, goodness, all those good things, all these are the graces of Christ. You show, and all who come to Christ will show those graces. They're called the, the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5, like, verses 22 and 23. You are passing on, actually you are passing on what you received from Christ. We basically pass on to others what Christ gave to us. We cannot take credit for any of these qualities because he's the one who lends us these qualities. He is the one who gave us these qualities on loan to use and to share. He said, let your light so shine before men. And he told us he is the light of the world. He must shine through us. It follows then that if any one of us is rude, harsh, unkind, unkind, unloving, unforgiving. We have not taken those qualities from a Christ who is always gentle, always kind, always loving, always forgiving. His life lived through us yields nothing but what is good. Anything else is not from him but that comes from our own flesh from self and from the sin nature that is why we need his forgiveness because as a believing disciple we fail when we have not utilized the resources he provided for us We use that of our own making instead of using that which He gives us. He gives us love. So why should we uh, share it? He gave us understanding. So why should we be impatient? Paul said, the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God the face of him who loved me and gave himself for me. Some are willing to let Jesus manifest himself through them, through their lifestyle. Others are not, that is not the case with them. They, They stick to their old way of life. new wine of the teachings of Christ in an old wineskins. And he said, you cannot do that. If you do that, the wineskins will burst and the wine will spill. You have to put new wine in new wineskins. You have to be a new person taking in and relying on and utilizing the new gospel that Christ has given in the gospels you must be born again if you are again utilizing the old way of life to live the new life it will never work yes Christ offers you the new wine of salvation. he makes you the record says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. New creation. New creation. All the things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. The new new gospel requires a new man for it to work effectively. I must become a new creature if I will walk in the new way of Christ. So these 80 um, plus principles Christ taught the new believers would benefit only those who are prepared to make the change from law to grace, from the system of Moses to the principles of Christ. True. thing like forgiveness is difficult for some people to practice. It's hard for me to forgive. I can't forgive. Pastor, do you know? Listen. When Christ is in you, when Christ has changed your heart, when Christ has made you a new person, you can forgive anybody at the drop of a hat. As easy as that, forgiveness becomes simple because actually what's happening, and this is a little uh, ridic- uh, not ridiculous, not ridiculous, what is happening is that you are forgiving the person with the forgiveness that Christ has given to you. God forgives, and because we are His children, we are always minded, and inclined to forgive. And so, hang on to Jesus, and let Jesus forgive the person through you. Let Jesus love the person through you. All right, let's return to our uh, notes once more. But 500 years before Christ, Ezekiel saw this coming, and it came so that today, believers allow christ to live in them and through them they live and they live a life of victory they forgive readily they're quick to show mercy and tenderness and kindness and patience with those who are painful They are quick to love their enemies. They are quick to do good to those who hate them and despitefully use them and take them for granted. Yes, and they know how to handle flattery because of Christ who lives in them. How do you handle flattery? You handle flattery by not letting it go I tell you, nobody could do it by themselves. Is a reward, and someday, reward, a big reward, big returns will come to you from the hand of God, and it will come good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. That's in my, uh, Luke's Gospel, Chapter 6, and one of those verses. Oh, verse 38, Luke 6 and 38. Here's a tribe. In fact, there were 12 tribes of Israel and one tribe, the tribe of Levi, the Levites were told to take care of God's temple. That was their lifelong assignment. The sacrifices, the services, the fire, the wood, the sanitation, the Ushering, the music, you just think about it. The choir, the Levites had to look after that. Everything around the house of the Lord, they were to take care of. And the Lord said, when you take care of my house, all 11 of the other tribes will take care of you. They will look after your food, your housing your clothing, your family needs, your personal needs. You say, is that right? Why should the other look after them? You see, because when you look after the house of God, the things of God, and the program of God, and the work of God, God feels obligated to look after you. In fact, you will be supporting the cause of Christ Because the church is Christ's church. And when you support his church, he takes care of you and he will look after you. You are on his side when you support his church. By the tithes and the offerings, the Levites were being supported. The tithes and offerings of the other tribes, and, in fact, although they were receiving tithes and offerings from the other tribes, they also had to contribute their tithes, which they were allowed to use it, to contribute part of it to the temple, and to contribute part of it to their own welfare. So here what I'm trying to say. When you give for the work of the ministry, the service of God, the missionaries, the spreading of the gospel, you keep filling up the storehouse of God. You are filling up your own storehouse. According to Luke 6 and 38, the Lord rewards those who give. He says, give. Give. And it shall be given to you. How? Good measure? pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you measure, it shall be measured to you in return. God is a rewarder of those who who diligently seek him. Then Jesus in his teaching he talks about the tree. A tree is known by the fruit it bears. Good trees bear If we are mere hearers, we must be hearers and doers. Finally, the ones who hear and do the biddings of the Savior are likened to a wise man who digs into the ground, finds the solid rock formation, foundation, and from there he builds his house. The is blow, the rains descend, the waters rise, the floods beat upon the house, but the house does not fall. The elements are unable to dislodge that house. These are the wives who hear the word and build. These are the wise who do what the Master says. These are the wise who are following the Master's instruction and allowing the Christ life to be lived through them at all times. But the man who hears and does not practice is like one who builds without a sure lead more abundantly. When you build on Christ, when you let Christ live his life through you, your leisure time, look up Luke chapter 6, verse uh, 23, Luke 6, verse 20, to verse number 49, and you will see at least in more than 80, but 80 things that Christ expects you to do, and you cannot do any of them by yourself. You have to let him do that through you. A simple thing like forgiveness. You might not in the natural be able to forgive, but you say, Lord, this is hard for me to do. I can't forgive this person. But Lord, you forgive them through me. I forgive them in Jesus' name. And you leave it to them and the Lord will do the rest. Right. Well, we we'll preach a long time today, but we have to take time to share with you some of these truths mentioned in this passage. We cannot dwell on every single thing or we'll be here for a long, 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 long time. So we just have to skip, skip or skip over some of them and you have the opportunity to look them up for yourself. God bless you. Shall we say a prayer before you go, Father? We thank you for the time spent here around your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, because you are teaching us that though we are unable to do the the things that you require us to do, you have given us Jesus, and through him we can do all things. He gives us the strength, the strength to forgive, the strength to forget, the strength to give, the strength to share the strength to love our enemies and all these difficult things he has given us the strength to overcome and we can do them and move on with our lives we can do them and rejoice so father bless your children and help each one of us to build wisely to build on the rock christ jesus we know storms are coming Times are going to be rough, but you are there for each one of us. Bless your children in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for being with us once more, and uh, remember to join us on Friday night at 7:30 for the prayer meeting, and then this coming Sunday, Lord willing, we will do the communion service. Which is Sunday the 5th of June. We'll have communion service, so we'll be prepared with your emblems. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we be prepared with the elements so that we will be able to do that together. Right after Sunday school, we'll have a fellowship service, we'll have some preaching, and then we'll do the communion. We encourage you to keep in touch with us. Write to us at Harvest Time Assembly, Post Office Box 611 751, North Miami, Florida 332 61. We'd be happy to hear from you. We thank God for each of you who write to us from near and far. God bless you. Keep looking up remember, the Lord looks dumb.